Welcome to Q&A Monday. Today's question comes from Christy in Mississippi, and this is what she says. I have two boys who are 8 and 10. We are pulling them out of public school at the end of this year. That's my little added bonus. And we'll be homeschooling next year. My oldest absolutely hates school and has lost his love for learning. My question is, what are practical ways for me to help him regain that? I personally hated school my whole life too, but now as an adult and the more I learn about homeschooling, I see that it can and should be fun. I realize not everything is always fun and sometimes things take hard work, but even in the hard, not so fun things, we can still find joy. I might be getting off track here, but I know there's things like de-schooling and interest-led learning. Are there other things I can do though to help him regain a love or even a like for learning? She also adds, thank you for your time for the podcast. I stalk it weekly and soak in all the wisdom that's there. Thank you, Christy. I am so glad that you listen, and I'm excited to dive into this question right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. This situation is unfortunately really very common, and Christy said that she felt the same way, and I'm going to tell you that I did as well, and and I know that It is this common, very common to be pulled from public school and to not see that learning can be fun. This happens because they are in a setting of a performance-based education. The goal is basically the state system is based upon funding, which comes from test scores. So the performance, there has to be a certain level of performance that equates to a certain level of funding that comes from the state possibly from the federal level as well. So the day in and the day out, maybe they aren't doing standardized testing every day, obviously, but the goal is to help children to remember information, to basically memorize facts and information and then regurgitate them. Then it comes to middle of the year, towards the end of the year, and there are the state standardized testing. And some of us homeschoolers are familiar with standardized testing if your state requires you to do so. But in the state system, uh, they all have to. And did you know that as a student in a public school system, you can opt out of that? You have that right to do that? And uh, (laughs) that was kind of news to me when I heard about it. And maybe this is the first time you've heard about it, too. It's not well known. And there's a reason for that, for why they don't really want you to know that. But you can, as a parent, inquire to opt out if you are listening and your kids are not homeschooling yet and still in the public school system. But the day in and the day out of the system is that when you have a classroom of 15, 20, 25, 30 kids, and how are you going to know that they know this information? Because apparently to know that information is important. But I am now 46 years old, and I'm going to tell you right now that no one asks me what my standardized test scores are. I started a business 
uh, on my own. I've done multiple things. I've done lots of things in my life. And never once did anybody ask me what my standardized test scores were, whether it's the California Achievement Test or the SATs beyond college. They cared about that. But beyond that, nobody asked. I was able to do get a job and nobody asked me that. Nobody quizzes me and asks me the capital of every state. Nobody asks me the capital of different countries. Nobody has asked me to list all the presidents in order. And nobody has quizzed me on vocabulary words that I've never used and have never heard. Kind of funny thing about that, right? And that right there is the disconnect between performance-based testing type of education and actual learning. Now, Christy, in her question, she mentioned de-schooling and interest-led learning. That's awesome. I love that you have been researching homeschooling. That tells me that you've been looking into it and thinking about things. So that's fantastic. We have to remember, though, that when it comes to de-schooling and interest-led learning, it's not only the solution for the child, but it's also the solution for mom as well. Most of us have been through the state education system and therefore our mindset is a certain way and we don't realize that it's our mindset often that needs to shift just as much as a child and maybe even more. Now, she didn't mention that her younger kiddo is struggling as much and that is pretty common as well. The longer that you are in the state education system, the more de-schooling that you will need to happen and possibly the more that you don't understand true learning and what true education can be. And that love of learning has pretty much been (laughs) killed. I felt the very same way. After college, I don't think I read a book for a couple of years. Didn't even want to look at a book. And I look back now and that's really sad because I had... I had more time on my hands. Of course, you know, you think you're so busy then before you have, you know, before you get married and before you have kids. But I look back now like, wow, I could have really used that time to add so much more depth into my life and knowledge. And I missed out on that. And that has really been a huge goal for me with my children because I realized that there was that gap and that's okay. God can redeem those gaps and I can use that as an example. And I can also relate to people like Christy, who said that she didn't have a love of learning as well. And as adult, when we, so think about what is it that um, we like to learn about. So I like to learn about uh, holistic health kind of stuff, gardening, and just making changes, living, uh, uh, reducing the toxins and stuff like that. That gets me fired up and I want to learn about that stuff. It gets me excited and I will dive in deep into those things. So Chrissy, think for yourself and for any of you moms, what is it you like to learn about and how deep will you go into that? That is real, true learning and education because not only are you going to learn about those things, you're then going to apply them to your life. And when we apply things to our life, it becomes much more real. Now in our uh, Facebook group, if you're not in that, check out the link in the show notes. I was asking about summer plans and one mom mentioned that she was going, they were going to be studying botany while they grew their garden. That is so fantastic to do that along. Let a book or a textbook or any type of resource, let it come alongside actual learning and watching it. 
Because if you just watch something grow up in the in a garden, so green beans, I like to grow green beans. They'll come up and and I if you just watch them, you're like, oh wow, one day I went out and this green things popped up and these green beans can't. But if you understand like the seed and the different parts, and I'm not gonna name all the parts because I might get them wrong, but I understand, I know where I can go to find those answers though. But my kids probably remember because they have a better memory than I do. But we watched this. So this mom is going to study botany and they're going to do it alongside watching the seeds come up and watching the plants and watching things flower and bloom and how they need to be pollinated. That is going to make more of an impression upon them than sitting in a classroom or sitting at your table and just memorizing pictures and diagrams and and pointing to it. So we have to take a different type of approach and a different mindset uh, needs to be shifted. But often our approach as parents, as moms to homeschool is based upon what we have experienced because that feels safe and feels comfortable and we figure, well, it worked, right? Well, I mean, if you don't love learning, maybe it didn't work. (laughs) Yeah, I actually just said that out loud. But our approach is based upon what we have experienced. And then if we start to think outside of that experience that our culture, that our community, that our towns that are the most familiar with, when you start to question and do something different, our culture and people around us can push back on that too. Why? Because that feels uncomfortable to them. And I say, that's that's fine. They can be uncomfortable all they want. But it there just is a disconnect with the fact that we can do things differently and people don't necessarily like that. And the longer that I've been homeschooling and the more that I, you know, dig in and, and become comfortable with the rabble rouser within me, if I'm not getting pushback from the culture and society over what I'm doing or what I'm saying or how I'm living... I kind of like, okay, I'm not doing, I need to, I need to, I need to like focus in on the things that people are going to be like, what, why are you doing that? I'm like, okay, then I know I'm on the right track. So if any of you are rabble rousers and like to, uh, kind of push out against, um, the norm, then we're in good company. And at least you and I know, I know there's a lot of us out there, but the current system, we have to think of the current system of education is technically the experiment. Think about the thousands of years that people have been educating their children at home. Okay, we can think about Little House on the Prairie and they had their, some towns might have a, a school teacher, but that's that's different. That was That was still different than what we have going on right now. What we have going on right now is, what, 100, 120 years? And th- that is the experiment. And most of society and culture are in that experiment. But when you step outside of that experiment and then you look inside, it's not looking too good. And that does not say that there are not, and I've said this countless times, does not mean that there are not people within that system that have good intentions, that really do love what they are are doing, and they but they are restricted by what they um, want to do oftentimes as well. But they feel that that's where they are called to be, and, and that's fine. But when I talk about the system, I'm talking about the system as a whole. It's like a machine. And the machine is is the experiment. (laughs) And the fact that we are homeschooling seems like it is the experiment, but it is not. And if all of this stuff that I'm saying, you're like, yes, I want some more of that. And what are you talking about this mindset shift? And how exactly do I de-school on a deeper level and follow some interest learning, how led learning? How do I figure out what curriculum to use? What... 
I want to know more of this. Clarify your homeschool. We dive in deep. It is like the the deep pit we're going to go into. It's a good fun. It's a fun deep pit. And we, I'm, I'm going to, I like to uncover and pull out some things and really get you kind of thinking and then really focus in on your family. Let's not worry about what people, other families are doing. Let's not worry about their homeschoolers. Let's not worry about what the system's doing, the state's education system. Let's know what they're doing, but then turn our backs on it and say, this is, we're going to go a different route. That's exactly what we're going to do and clarify your homeschool. Deep, super deep dive. And we get to focus in on your family, your specific children. So Christy, your situation with your two kids, pulling them out, homeschooling them now after they've been in public school and they obviously have different personalities and they have different perspectives of what education is. And in Clarifier Homeschool, we can really focus in and hone in on that. And I'm able to guide you into step-by-step creating a homeschool plan that is perfect for you. And maybe you have been homeschooling and maybe you pulled your kids from public school a few years ago, or maybe you never did put them in public school, but they still, they don't have this love of learning. And this this was really my, it was one of my whys for homeschooling is because I started to see the light going out in my daughter's eyes. And it really reminded me of the light that went out uh, in my eyes when it came to education and learning by probably about mid elementary school or so. And I was seeing it happen to her early elementary school. And I wanted that light back in her eyes. And I'm going to tell you homeschooling did it. And homeschooling was able then to keep the light in the eyes of when it comes to learning and education for for my boys. So check out clarifyourhomeschool.com. When it comes to this time of pulling a child out of public school and beginning homeschool, we as moms need to stop being afraid of giving them time and space. So I'm going to give you an example. This is uh, from my own life just this past year. And it was me giving time and space to my 11th grader. Now I know, Christy, your kid is much, much younger, but stay with me here. By giving him time and space, instead of filling up his 11th grade year with courses and classes and uh, college credits that he was not interested in, I stepped back and I had to trust him. I had to trust the fact that he wanted to learn. And I had to, I was able to then find some resources to come alongside him to be able to meet some of his goals as well as meet our state guidelines. But he really, he has an entrepreneurship heart and drive, and this is what he wants to do. And I had to step back and over, I would say the the course of the past year, he's probably read about 50 business books. Now, these aren't little kids business books. These are adult business books. And they're not ones that I would want to learn. I'm more so like, tell me what to do. And it's actually been fun to talk to him about business stuff when I started Little by Little Homeschool and just like he had the answers for things. And I was like, okay, he's 16, 17. Let me just double check. And guess what? He was right about things. And so it's been kind of a neat bonding thing for him and I as well. Okay. But what the point that I'm trying to make is that I had to step back and give him time and space to pursue what his heart desire is when it comes to learning. What did he really want to learn about? Because when 
He decided he wanted to learn about business stuff. He poured himself into it, just read books and books and and listened to podcasts and uh, James would find him videos to watch, just all of these things and giving him time and space. And you know what? Now he seeks out fellow business owners that are adults and he will get together like literally right now while I'm recording this. He is meeting with uh, somebody as well who is passionate about marketing and business and who said, well, hey, I'll meet you on my lunch break. Let's get together and, and talk about things. He is able to have conversations with business owners that I would not be able to have or that I'm interested in it, and they can relate to one another. So by giving him time and space, it is okay. And so I want to encourage you that if I can give a high schooler a year, give him that time and space, there is no reason why we can't give an elementary school student that time and that space. Maybe it is a year, maybe it's a couple months, but I want to give you three tips, Christy, when it comes to getting into this first homeschool year. This first one, are you ready? Don't order any curriculum. I know that's like, what? You don't want me to order curriculum? And if you feel like you have to, maybe a minimum of math, give him space. Let him explore things. And I want you to study him. Figure out what is he interested in? What is his learning style? What is your teaching style? What is the lifestyle that you want to create? Because you're, you're doing a complete shift. You're doing a 180. You are on one path and you're actually not even doing a 180. You are stepping off of one path and you are stepping onto another completely different path. And we need to allow our hearts and our minds to catch up to our feet. So don't order any curriculum. And I mean, if you really, really have to, that's fine, but don't pull it out right away and don't order a lot. Okay. Is that a deal? Maybe math. That's what I'm going to let you do. (laughs) I can't really tell you what to do, but that's just my suggestion. The next one is get to the library. Just go sit there for a few hours, carve out a few hours and just let, let both of your kids explore. Let them look in the fiction section. Let them look at the comics. Let them look at the historical nonfiction. Let them just look at whatever they want. Maybe they'll gravitate towards a history section, a geography section, a science section. Let them explore things. Let them take home as many books as they want. If you have to take out a second library card and one of their names in order to take that many books out, do it. Um, I've been known to have multiple library cards so we could take out multiple books and we have sometimes lived in library systems that really limited the amount you could have. So get to the library, books, spend a few hours to say, this is what we're doing today. There's nothing else we have to do. We're going to the library and we're going to go all morning or we're going to, after lunch, we're going to go all afternoon. So the third tip is I want you, Christy, I want you to show him your excitement for learning. If maybe you still feel like you don't have an excitement for learning, find something you are starting to become passionate about. Nobody says that you have to make a business about this. Nobody says that you have to do this for the rest of your life. Nobody says that this has to become the next big thing. Maybe you decide, well, I'd like to learn to make a couple of French desserts. Well, then do that. Watch some YouTube videos, get some cookbooks, get the ingredients and share this with him. Let him see that you are learning, that you as an adult are excited to learn. You are the most influential person in his life. And if he sees that you are interested in learning and might not even think that you saying, I want to learn how to make a couple of French desserts. 
oftentimes we don't even think that that's learning, but that is learning. And we need to not discount that type of learning, but let him see. So real quick, those three tips, and this is supposed to be a quick Q&A and I'm seeing it's not very quick, but that's okay. This has been really fun. I love this question. So the three tips is don't order any curriculum or if you have to, maybe just math or if you have already, just tuck them aside and just wait. The second one is spend time at the library, whether it's once a week, a couple times a week, maybe go there every day, but you don't have to go every day. You can take out books, bring them home. (laughs) The third tip is to show him your excitement for learning and let that be contagious. If you find yourself in the same situation as Christy with a child that is lacking the love of learning, whether it is a kiddo that you are pulling out of school whether it's a kiddo that you have been homeschooling, whether you're just starting out with schooling or they're in a middle school, they're high school, it does not matter. Clarify your homeschool. This, that's why I've been talking about this for so long because this is so central and it is something that I have seen moms climb over this huge like wall and get to the other side. And on the other side, they're like, wow. This is like a beautiful garden. I can breathe. I've stepped away. I got off the one path. I climbed this wall. We worked on the de-schooling. We worked on the mindset shift changes. And there is a fantastic, bright future ahead. And that is exactly what you will achieve and where you will get to in Clarify Your Homeschool. I want to read you a little bit of an email that I just received from one of the new mamas in Clarify Your Homeschool. And she said, I just finished the de-schooling lesson. That was worth the whole thing. I could cry with relief. I think my kids are overloaded with pressure and me too. She said, we're going to spend the rest of the school year doing some of the things that were suggested. Thank you for this. I'm hooked and I can't wait to dig in deeper. I am excited to dig in deeper with this mama and I am excited to dig in deeper with you. Clarifyyourhomeschool.com. And if you have a question for me to answer on a Q&A Monday, send me an email. The link is in the show notes, but have a great day, friend. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.